a provider of software and services that help businesses and agencies take the guesswork out of pay-per-click advertising. Get early access to a special Marketing Nerds episode with the founder of WordStream, Larry Kim, about the big upcoming changes to Google AdWords and their impact to your AdWords account. Sign up at searchenginejournal.com slash wordstreampodcast. Audible.com is a leading provider of audiobooks. Sign up today for a free 30-day trial at searchenginejournal.com forward slash audible and get your first book for free. We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world and all we can think about is where... Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen hard at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. So should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Nerds. My name is Kelsey Jones. I'm the executive editor here at Search Engine Journal, and I'm excited to be joined here today by Francois Gou. He is the CEO at OnCrawl. Francois, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Hi. So I know today we, we wanted to talk about how to get more accurate data uh, about your SEO, which can help you make better decisions in your campaigns. So to kind of kick that off, I wanted to ask you first, what are some aspects of data that you think uh, SEOs in our industry are ignoring? Well, um, I, f- first of all, uh, I'm glad to see our uh, industry has taken a more or more uh, scientific approach to SEO, and people are now aware of a lot of metrics about link quality, uh, uh, quality of their content, usage metrics, uh, stuff like that. And this is a very consequence of the Penguin and Panda updates. Um, but I think SEOs should go further. Um, I'm deeply convinced there is a lot to do with on-page metrics, and SEOs are, are not very aware of that. And for instance, they, they don't mind uh, not having metrics about how uh, an on-page ranking factor is uh, impacting their SEO per- performance. Um, when you are looking at uh, log analysis or uh, crawling data, uh, you can check how your website uh, behaves regarding uh, quad lines uh, on the one hand and uh, comparing crawl data to your log files, for instance. Um, uh, you can track uh, Google bot behavior, uh, which can help you understand how your optimization uh, are impacting uh, Google behavior. Um, you should be able to answer a question like, like um, how many uh, of my in-links uh, should I make pointing to my top pages uh, or um, how many words should I add on my product pages uh, to get impact in uh, search engine result pages. Uh, all these kind of questions can be answered with uh, crawl and log data and it's like uh, unlocking the Google black box. And, and I think SEOs have just uh, started re- realizing that. Yeah, I agree. I think there has been recently more of an emphasis on taking advantage of all the data that's available to you. Um, I know in the past, a lot of people just care about page views but or bounce rate, but there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, right. Um, it, it, it depends a lot on uh, what kind of website you have. Uh, metrics about the, the usage are becoming very important these days. Um, I, I like to track uh, time spent on page, um, which is a great metric to, to track, um, especially if you are a news website, for instance. Um, page loading time uh, as well is very important uh, if the, the keywords you are uh, targeting are very competitive. 
And uh, um, regarding bounce, bounce rate, um, uh, I think uh, you should track it. Uh, it's a no-brainer, but I think you need to de dig on that metric um, per group of pages or even uh, at a, a particular URL level. Um, I highly recommend to add uh, um, uh, in, in terms of uh, 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 tracking me tracking metrics, uh, to provide uh, customers or your bosses with uh, um, the SEO impact uh, on your sales, your page view, subscription, whatever matters to your business, uh, because it, it helps uh, uh, tracking the return on the investment of SEO and to evangelize uh, your colleagues, your your boss, your clients uh, about your mm -hmm. SEO performance. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's something that I get a lot is a lot of people want to know how as how we can prove return on investment with SEO. And so having really detailed data that shows how people are coming to your website, I would think would help prove, um, you know, to management or to your clients that the SEO you're doing is bringing in uh, potential leads and income. Yes, yes. Um, uh, you know, we, we, we have um, uh, enough data sets and tools out there to determine how, how much work uh, you have to to execute in terms of SEO. And, and it's kind of easy to know uh, uh, what to do and how much effort you need to, to put uh, on, a, on a particular ranking factor. Um, and with experience, uh, SEOs should, should be able to, to write SEO action plans with accurate goals, providing uh, uh, reports, uh, and um, uh, specific targets in terms of metrics. Um, uh, we have all the tools to do that. Um, and, and I will add that, that um, um, if you want to prove uh, the return on investment uh, of SEO, um, it could be a good idea to uh, document uh, all your SEO tasks uh, that you have uh, accomplished uh, in a timeline uh, because this can reassure your clients or your bosses and helps arbitrating strategy and, and plan your, your business growth. Yeah, definitely. I um, would you say that, you know, the type of data that you include in reports, does that depend on the industry? So the data that you're showing for an e-commerce site is going to be different from a news publisher? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, if you are an e-commerce vendor, you 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 want to see to see the the, the SEO impact on sales. Uh, if you are um, an, uh, a news website, you you want to track uh, page views or um, ad revenues um, generated by uh, organic traffic, for instance. And uh, um, you know, um, the, the, um, uh, Google is trying to map the internet. Uh, by topic and uh, we are seeing uh, Google bot behaviors uh, that are very different from uh, an industry uh, to another um, let's say your uh, re real estate website um, near duplicates won't impact a lot uh, Google behavior but if you are an e-commerce vendor uh, it will have a huge impact on uh, the Google bot behavior uh, because you know it's hard to produce original content uh, uh, about uh, flat terrain in uh, uh, London or mm -hmm. in Paris uh, is is very hard uh, for each flat to rent. So um, 
uh, is different. Uh, Google is behaving differently uh, from a, a topic to another. Yeah. So, 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 so you need to 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 get uh, reports that are specific to your industry, right? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <clears throat> you know, one question that I've often had clients ask me is, you know, what date ranges should we be looking at for those reports uh, when it comes to our data? Should should we be reviewing our data weekly, or should it be monthly, or should it be even, you know, a wider uh, range of time than that? Well, um, again, it, it depends on, on your website and your industry, but um, uh, and, and and what you are looking at. But uh, uh, from a general p point of view, uh, I would say that uh, in terms of netlinking or uh, um, uh, in terms of your rankings, you uh, obviously need to uh, make your uh, analysis on a, a defined. Uh, Time frame, um, and um, wh when you need to check your um, your uh, if you want to check your your rankings uh, every day, that's okay. But uh, uh, if you are doing doing that, you are spending too much time reporting instead of being productive. You know. Oh, yeah. um, Good point. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you should. Yeah, I think uh, on a monthly basis, check your rankings, check your popularity or authority. Um, uh, that's enough, and um, uh, you should get uh, alerts on a weekly basis about how many links you gain, how many links you lose, you lost, uh, which will help uh, identifying bad, bad links, backlinks, or the the proper execution of your netlinking plan. Um, and I think every day uh, so every day you, you you should check if your website's health uh, is okay um, such as getting a report about the the status codes encountered by bots uh, your average page uh, loading time um, and you can do this uh, uh, you know, with your logs or with the crawler with uh, whatever um, uh, uh, service you you can find on the on the internet. Um, you, you should get these habits uh, because it's very uh, uh, dangerous. I think to to navigate to sail uh, with the, uh, a kind of fog uh, mm -hmm. by not knowing your uh, your status codes um, mm -hmm. that are um, uh, encountered by by Google bots. Yeah, I agree. If you if you aren't co consistently managing that or monitoring it, you have no idea what the Google bots are looking at or what your clients or, you know, potential customers are looking at as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you should track it uh uh in real time. Um, because you, you know uh, it's a lot of money uh, that, that you're leaving on the table uh if your your website is not responding uh, to okay. Yeah, I mean, you could have some errors, you know, some 404 errors that if you aren't tracking that, you won't know that it's happening and it, you know, it could be affecting your visibility or the way that users are navigating through your website. Yeah, right. And that's a very big issue. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of makes me think of another question. What about uh, one-time projects where you're kind of fixing things that are broken? So, for instance, I have a, a company that does SEO audits. And so, yeah. you know, we'll go in and <clears throat> basically 
you know, look at the website as a whole and then give them a list of things that need to be fixed. And once those things are fixed, then we monitor um, seeing if that made an impact on the traffic and their uh, search, you know, positioning, things like that. What what should we be looking at in terms of time frame for, you know, making changes? Should that be, you know, once you make the changes, should you then be looking every day to see change, to see results every week, every month? Uh, does it depend on what you're doing? Well, um, I think the first thing to do is to uh, uh, get a tool to um, uh, control if uh, all the the things um, you 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 need to you needed to fix uh, were uh, fixed uh, um, uh, really. Yeah, um, good point. <laughs> and and then um, you, you can do it with the crawler, for instance. Uh, and uh, and then I think uh, uh, you should check. Um, uh, stuff like like uh, the number of your active pages and their uh, evolution. Um, an active page is, is a page uh, receiving organic traffic, um, so so y- you should track it um, during. I think every week during um, two to three months to 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 see if you if you are uh, having an impact. Uh, but tracking the number of your active pages um, is uh, obviously um, uh, the main thing to do to, to, to see if your your changes uh, made an impact. Yeah, I think that's yeah I agree. I think that's a good time range. Um, what about <clears throat> excuse me? What about uh, crowd, you know, cloud data or big data in terms of looking at your industry or your competitors. So, for instance, if I look, if I compare a client of mine with their competitors on a tool like uh, Moz's Open Site Explorer or you know any other pla- SEO tool that's out there, um, how how can we use that type of data to make decisions when it comes to our SEO? Well. Um... I, I think that um, uh, y- you can't do uh, SEO like uh, uh, okay, uh, let's go where the wind blows. Uh, right now, you, you need accurate data and and and, and uh, services like Moz or Majestic or uh, uh, whatever uh, data set out there uh, are making a, a very big difference um, in terms of uh, uh, approach. And and th- so with, with that kind of data you you can uh, easily um, know how much backlinks you need how much referring domains uh, you need w- what the quality of backlinks you, you need to to get to to get better results uh, that, that's that's one thing but talking about big data um, I think uh, a lot of people are thinking big data as a way to predict things uh, it's true um, but when it comes to SEO uh, I think it's an error. You, you, you probably can predict the, the impact of your strategy on your rankings um, if nothing is changing in Google algorithms, uh, but you can't predict uh, Google changes. So I think the, the, the best way to use big data in, in SEO is to use uh, all big data technologies uh, out there that are uh, available uh, to crunch, manipulate, or uh, en- enrich uh, data. Uh, or merge data uh, or comparing uh, data uh, between uh, Majestic and Moz, for instance. Um, uh, we can use uh, stuff like uh, Kibana, 
which is a, um, uh, a dashboard uh, full of data visualizations uh, to uh, to track your logs. For instance, uh, it's open source, so it's free. Uh, we even made a. Um, uh, at Uncall, we, we made a fork um, which is tailored for SEOs. Uh, so it's a Uncall ELK. Um, uh, you can download it on, on GitHub. Um, so, so you can use uh, big data technologies to empower your your SEO teams. Your uh, um, you, you can have a, a lot of great tools to do a better job. And um, uh, I, I think that there's, there's a lot to do with these uh, technologies. Uh, you have plenty of uh, machine learning algorithm uh, uh, available out there uh, to classify pages, um, detect uh, ontologies to better understand web content or, or do some, some um, uh, crazy uh, uh, internal linking structure that are very, very smart. Uh, SEOs uh, should use them to, to test and learn how their actions can be interpreted uh, by Google and, and to, to find new ways to optimize their website. Uh, so use technologies, uh, dig deeper uh, into uh, machine learning algorithm, uh, semantic algorithms, uh, everything's out there. So uh, please, guys, use it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. You sh we should be using and leveraging all the, you know, tools available to us because whether you're, you know, looking at, you know, your company on crawl, Moz data, search metrics, Majestic, all the ones out there, I try to look at all of them because I've found that um, they all kind of show a little bit of a different picture and I might find something in one platform that I didn't notice in the other. And so I think that's, you know, one thing as SEOs, we kind of tend to look at the project as a whole and not remember that our, more of our focus should be on the data because that's going to show us what actually is happening versus what we are guessing is happening or what we want to happen. Yeah, uh, and, and you know, you, you, you need to check uh, several tools because um, uh, validation uh, requires a redundancy uh, for higher accuracy. So um, uh, it's, a, it's a good idea to uh, uh, compare metrics between um, several, several services. Yeah, exactly. You know, that also makes me think of another question that I've struggled with a lot is I've had clients before that are almost uh, too obsessed with the big data. So if we look at their competitors' uh, rankings or what they're doing, they are they get stuck on that. And it's almost like, okay, we have to do whatever it takes to be better than them. So how do you avoid that? Because I, I obviously data is very important and it's useful, but is there ever a time where it could prevent you from being successful with your own campaigns and how do you avoid that? Well, um, th that's a tough question. Um, I think that um, uh, our uh, role as um, uh, SEO experts or SEO consultants um, uh, is to uh, help our customers to understand um, w what are um, um, the good things to do 
uh, and data can help us uh, evangelize these type of subjects. Um, but so I, I don't think there is um, a rule uh, to avoid that that kind of reaction. Um, but providing accurate data and and spending time. Um, uh, teaching your 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 clients to uh, uh, help them understand how SEO works and and how they they could integrate SEO in their marketing strategy. Um, it, it, it will ease the process uh, to 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 avoid that that kind of reaction. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I found is that I, if you take the time to kind of educate your clients on what you're doing and why it's important and why we need to focus on taking actions with our own campaigns versus looking at competitors. It really does help in the long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think you're right. And, and I think uh, customers should understand that uh, there's a part of, uh, of our job which is very technical. And there is a part of our job which is uh, about, uh, let's say, content marketing. And, and content marketing should be uh, integrated in, in all their uh, marketing strategy uh, in terms of PR, uh, in terms of um, how, they, uh, uh, are, how they are writing content on, on their website. Um, and they, they should be able to provide us um, with uh, uh, more accurate data about how what they are doing in terms of uh, uh, marketing uh, outside their, their website, because it can help. Uh, it can help uh, the SEO. Uh, for instance, if uh, if they are organizing um, uh, a conference uh, on their own, uh, chances are they are um, uh, making a website for for this event. So uh, how could we benefit for, from this website? Uh, how uh, uh, should it be done? Um, uh, sometimes, you know, uh, customers um, are, are not very aware uh, about all the, the things that they need to provide us to, to get uh, 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 a good work. So uh, it, it's our, our role to uh, help them um, uh, you know, give us uh, th this type of information uh, because uh, with that type of information we can help them uh, think bigger and, and, and get better re results as well. Yeah, really good point. Um, you know, that kind of, you know, brings a good point about, you know, what the process between our clients and then us as SEOs and making sure that we have good communication and all the information we need from you know both sides and from the data to make sure that we have uh, campaigns that are working. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, um, and, and I think it's not uh, it's not only about the, the tools you are you are using uh, in terms of project management, for instance, but but it's uh, a lot about um, uh, how. Um, uh, each each person uh, involved in, in the process is is understanding SEO. Um, you know, if a customer um, uh, is taking seriously SEO, he will provide you uh, with a, with a lot of information, and and he will ask you, okay, hey, uh, Kelsey, uh, uh, we are uh, launching this uh, uh, event website. Uh, what should I do? Um, 
but it implies uh, a lot of time uh, on our side uh, spent to get uh, uh, the trust uh, of your of your clients and and their understanding of our uh, constraints. Yes, definitely. So to kind of you know close up our our uh, conversation today, you know what are some first steps you would give to SEOs that are listening to kind of set up a system to not only have that good communication with their clients, but then to you know set up reports or what they need to be successful when it comes to uh, you know, having the right data to make good decisions and to prove ROI? Well, uh, I think the first thing to do is, is to, uh, um, uh, uh, I, I would say the, the ideal report uh, should include um, stuff about your, your rankings, uh, of course, um, apart on uh, link quality. So take uh, uh, the most API or the Majestic API and, and retrieve it within your, your spreadsheet. It's very easy. Um, you, you should get a, a, a perfect uh, knowledge of your uh, um, website's uh, health. Uh, so use a, a crawler uh, like us or, or like uh, our competitors. Um, use uh, a log analyzer to get uh, uh, accurate data about Google behavior. Um, so with all that kind of, uh, of things, uh, you get uh, an exhaustive view. And please don't uh, forget to add uh, analytics metrics, uh, such as your bounce rate time spent on page um, uh, and uh, uh, stuff, stuff like that um, and, and include the, the impact in terms of business uh, in your reports. Always add uh, a figure about uh, how, how many sales we, you made um, uh, we, from the SEO channel. Uh, how many page views you are making um, uh, with uh, organic traffic, uh, stuff like that. It, it will help uh, customers uh, ask the, the right question and, and understand uh, your point and what you are doing. Yes, so, good advice. <laughs> so thank you thanks. so much, uh, Francois, for joining me on Marketing Nerds today. Thanks a lot uh, for having me, Kelsey. Uh, it was a, 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 a very pleasure to, to talk with you. Yeah, thanks. You too. So again, this is Kelsey Jones with Search Engine Journal and Francois Goob, CEO of OnCrawl. Thank you. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.